All right, everybody, welcome. Uh, so glad that you are here this Christmas Eve here at Christ Community Chapel. I love Christmas Eve. I love the music. I think Maggie just crushed that song. Uh, I love that. I love that the whole church family gets together. I even love it that we all get together, even with the kids. And I don't mind the raucousness of a service like this. I love it all. So thanks for spending this time with us. Let me start with some just because stories. For those of you who don't know, uh, our church has spent the last month uh, blanketing Northeast Ohio with thousands of acts of kindness and generosity. And every time we do, we give somebody a card that says just because. And on the back of it, there's a website if they want to tell their story. And then I get to read some of the stories that come in each week. So here are the stories for right now. Alec from Macedonia says, OMG, this amazing, wonderful, kind, and beautiful lady just bought $200 of groceries for us just because. I'm just so mesmerized and grateful for this wonderful young lady. If the lady who just did that sees this, thank you. That's from uh, Giant Eagle in Macedonia. Here's Kenda from Stowe. Today I was the recipient of a generous gift and a lovely card. They included a Christ Community Chapel Random Acts of Kindness card with the gift. Apparently the person does know about my battle with stage four colon cancer. I'm 41 years old with a loving husband and two amazing young kids. Having cancer and going through treatments is so expensive and Christmas can be too. This is the true meaning of gift giving this Christmas season. It truly means so much. Thank you, anonymous gift giver. Merry Christmas. Great job on that one. Mindy from Stowe says, I was at work today and walked past the office and noticed I had something in my mailbox. I could tell it wasn't the usual junk mail, so I stopped in to look. It was a small blue envelope with nothing written on the front. When I opened it, I saw a business card that said, just because, on the front, an extremely inspiring saying on the back, and five $20 bills. Amazing. My family has had a rough year and most recently had a car repair of almost $1,000. We were blessed enough to have our mechanic allow us to make payments as we could not pay out that kind of money, especially this close to Christmas. Now this, another amazing person in my life that is a blessing to my family. I was completely overwhelmed with emotion and I'm so unbelievably grateful to the person that thought of me. It's easy sometimes to feel invisible to others, but this made me feel so incredibly special. It's heartwarming to know that someone thought about me. Thank you so much, whoever you are, you made my day. That's, that's awesome. I love it that we get to help people who are feeling invisible be seen and know that they're seen by God because of something we do. So great job this December. You guys did so well with that. There's still a few hours left before Christmas. So if you want to do a few more just because sometime before between now and then, please do. You never know how God's going to use it. All right, Christmas is a unique time for uh, presents, for gifts. There are other times that you might receive a gift. Your birthday, an anniversary, Mother's Day, Father's Day. And all those days, somebody gets gifts. But there's only one day where everybody gives gifts to everybody. And that's Christmas. 
And there's a good reason for that. Because Jesus did not just come, Jesus was given. The prophet Isaiah, 500 years before Jesus was born in Bethlehem, was writing about Jesus when he wrote this. This is verse 6 of chapter 9. It says, For uh, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Every single part of that verse is important. Every title is important. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. It's significant that it says that Jesus would be a child who was born to us. It is significant that it says that Jesus is a son who is given to us. When it says that Jesus was a son who was given, it means that Jesus himself is a gift. If your family is like mine, tomorrow what will happen is that you'll have all these gifts that are wrapped up. And in our family, we'll grab one of the kids and we'll make them go get a gift. We'll say, go get the gift. And then we need to coach them because there are three actual parts to receiving a gift. The first thing we'll say to that child is, don't open it yet. Right? You got to check the tag. See who it, who's it from and who's it to. Right? That's the first part of receiving a gift. Second part is once the person it's to gets the gift, they're allowed to open it and see what the gift is. That's part two. But there's always a part three. And the part three is how you respond to that gift. My kids coach my grandkids right then. They'll say, go say thank you. Go give Graham a hug. And they will. Those three parts of receiving a gift are important. If Jesus really is a child who wasn't just born, but also a son who was given, we go through those same three parts of receiving that gift. The first is to see who this gift is from. The fact that Jesus is a gift from God means that Christianity at its core is a gift religion, not a wage religion. All right, let me say that again. Don't miss this. If you miss everything else in this little message, don't miss this. If Jesus really is given by God, then that means that Christianity at its core is a gift religion, not a wage religion. It's so easy to turn even gifts into wages, things that we earn. Think about that famous Christmas song, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. You probably know it so well. You can help me with it. This is what it says. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list. He's checking it. Going to find out who's naughty and Santa Claus is coming to town. Now it gets a little creepy. <laughs> he sees when you are sleeping. He knows that you're when you're awake. He knows if you've been good or so be good for goodness sake. What's that saying? Saying it's not really a gift. You earn it. You earn it by being nice instead of naughty. This is true. Every other religion is a wage religion. 
Every other religion teaches that God has a list and he's checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty and nice. And if you want to please God, you better be good. And good people go to heaven and good people work their way to God. But that's not what Christianity says. Christianity says Jesus was sent to us. Christianity says that Jesus was given to us as a gift. And a gift is not a wage. And a wage is not a gift. If you work for your two weeks and your boss comes to you with a paycheck and gives you the paycheck and says, here, here's a gift for you this Christmas. And you look at it and it's just your paycheck. You're going to be insulted because a wage is not a gift and a gift is not a wage. That's why I love just because stories, because just because stories happen when we go up to perfect strangers and we give them a gift and they know we don't know anything about them. We don't know whether they're naughty or nice. We're just giving them a gift. I was talking to a staff member just the other day, and she had, taught, she had brought her daughter to go do it just because. And they found this woman, and they went up to her, and they said what they were going to give her. And this woman just looked at them for a little bit. And when she could finally wrap her head around it, she began to cry. And then she began to ugly cry. And you know you have somebody when they ugly cry. And she cried like that for a reason, because a gift does something different deep down inside of you. It does something different than what a wage does. Listen, this is the first thing I want you to know. That because Jesus is given, he's a son who was given. Christianity at its core is a gift religion, not a wage religion. The second part of the gift, though, is to open the gift and find out what's in it. One of the things that, that is interesting is that if you had to choose, if you got to ask God for anything, you probably wouldn't ask for Jesus. If you're asking God for something that would solve a problem, the problems are usually, we think, out there. The people in the first century thought that a Messiah was going to come, but they thought the Messiah would solve the problems of the world that were out there solve the problem of a corrupt government or solve the problem of poverty or solve the problem of racism. We are very much like first century people because we think that the biggest problems are always out there. But when Jesus is given, he is given to us personally. If you check the, the tag on this gift that God gives, it says, from God to you, your name to you. And there's a reason for that. God is giving a gift that will actually fix something deep down inside of you, not out there, but in here. Because there's something inside of all of us that doesn't quite feel right. I'm not very good at putting things together. I never have been. Some of you are going to be up into the wee hours of tonight trying to put something together. I do not envy you. Whenever I would try to do that, whatever I put together ended up kind of out of whack, not quite right. And that's the way all of us feel at some time or another. We feel like something's not quite right inside of us. We're out of kilter and we spend our lives trying to find that missing piece, trying to find that thing that will make us feel right, feel okay. We think if we are successful enough or if we uh, have a good enough family, if we have a, a good enough marriage, if we have a good enough job, then somehow that'll make us right. But we never quite feel right. And the Bible says the reason we don't is because the thing that's wrong with us is that we are not right with God. The Bible calls that righteousness. 
And so this gift that God gives us in Jesus is going to take care of that rightness with God. And he does that through the cross. Because what the Bible goes on to say about Jesus is that Jesus lives a life where he is perfectly right with God, perfectly righteous, the Bible says. And then he goes to the cross and he dies for you and for me. And then when he rises again with power, he offers to exchange his life for yours. His right relationship with God with your wrong relationship with God. And he takes you for him and he gives you his life. And when he does that, something happens inside of you because it is given as a gift. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's the gift. And then it comes to the last part of receiving a gift, which is how are you to respond? How do you respond to a gift? Have you ever given a gift to somebody and they didn't see the value of the gift? Like a priceless heirloom that's gone from generation to generation and you try to give it to your child before they're ready and they see it just as a trinket. They drop it on the ground and they run away. And you want to go, what are you doing? Don't you see the value of what I just gave you? Jesus tells a story in Matthew chapter 13 about a, a merchant of pearls. This guy has spent his life studying pearls, looking for pearls of great value. And he finally find, finds just a wonderful pearl, just an amazing pearl. And the pearl, he asks the pearl vendor, how much for that pearl? And the pearl vendor names an exorbitant price. But the merchant says, wait here. And he goes and he liquidates all that he has and he brings his entire net worth back to the vendor. And he says, here, take this, give me that pearl. And the vendor gives him the pearl and the merchant walks away knowing that even though it cost him his entire net worth, he got the bargain of a lifetime because he saw the value of the pearl. Jesus says, that's the kingdom of God for somebody who has eyes to see. Listen, if you are here and you are indifferent to Jesus. The problem is that you do not see the value of this gift that God has given. And my prayer for you is that even in this service or maybe tomorrow that you would begin to see something of the value of what God has given in the person of Jesus for you. For the rest of us, those of us who know the value of Jesus, let this service and then tomorrow remind us of the truth of Isaiah, when Isaiah says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall rest on his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. A greater gift has never, ever been given to anyone, and that gift is given to you. Merry Christmas. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we come to you this day of all days to remind ourselves that you are the greatest giver of gifts and you have given us the greatest gift ever in the person of Jesus. Thank you that Christianity is not a wage religion, something that we earn, but it is a gift religion because you have given us Jesus. I pray that every person here will see the value of that gift and worship Jesus as the Savior that he is. Thank you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.